Uh, welcome to our spaces. Thanks for talking to our community. And uh, can you tell us a little bit about yourself and what got you into NFTs and what made you decide to do a, a gaming-based NFT project? Um, yeah, so I'm kind of from the gaming community. So, um, you know, when I look at NFTs, I don't really see too many projects with games that are actually fun and, you know, competitive and something with that aspect. So that's kind of one of the things I wanted to add with my project. And then I just got into NFTs, you know, when they were starting to pop off, you know, around August, July time, just, you know, get, minting stuff like Lazy Lines pretty early on. And then, you know, I fell in love with them from that day. And, you know, I've been in the NFT community for basically every day since. And then, yeah, so that's kind of how I got into NFTs. Um, just heard about it when they were starting to pop off. And then, you know, I've been in the community still for a good amount of time. And then, you know, I wanted to start my own project because, you know, I really wanted to do a competitive game with the project, something different. And that's kind of how we're here. Are, are you involved in the game development yourself or do you have an outside company helping you with that? Right. So um, I actually have a gaming dev. So my dev is basically, he's also an expert in making games and he has a whole team. So, you know, they're working on the game really hard. We're going to have the trailer on December 30th. But um, yeah, so I'm having basically my team work on the game, but they're from the whole gaming space and everything. So that's kind of how the game is being made. What kind? What what made you decide that you were going to go the gaming route as opposed to something like a metaverse route or some other type of utility that people are going because it's it's really like gaming is kind of more in there with currency tokens as opposed to NFT projects. Yeah, that is true. Um, like I said, I just wanted to do something different. I wanted to create an esport. You know, I'm working with different organizations in the esports scene to you know partner up. But yeah, I just want to do something that's a type of esport, something that's a long term. Um, you know, like the whole game's gonna be player versus player. Your apes are gonna be able to battle, etc. So that's kind of the whole theme I wanted to follow. Um, and then you know, in the second roadmap, there's gonna be definitely more things to come. You know, potential token things in the metaverse. Uh, you know, 3D versions, etc. All that stuff's also going to be coming in the second roadmap. But for now, I just wanted to start with a really fun game. That's something, you know, that's something to be fun. You, you know, mint one, you're going to be able to participate in a hundred thousand dollar prize pool to begin with. There'll be even more prize pools as we go with the whole esport thing. And yeah, I just want to create a long-term game in the NFT space that you know would revolutionize esports. Something different. What type of background do you come from? Uh prior to coming into NFTs and uh, were you in crypto? Were you in stock trading or how'd you get involved with this as a, as a whole? For sure. So um, what I used to do before this is uh, I was basically in the gaming scene. I was a professional gamer. Um, you know, I competed in esports and different teams, different games. That's kind of what I started with. And then in terms of crypto, um, you know, I got into Ethereum and other projects, you know, um, other cryptos, you know, pretty early. Um, those were some of the things I was into. But um, yeah, I was mainly into gaming. Um, you know, I was always interested in crypto. I always looked at Bitcoin, Ethereum, Solana, all those projects pretty early on. But, you know, I didn't really get into that huge until, you know, the whole NFT space started popping off. And then, I, you know, I kind of shifted to where I'm mainly into NFTs, still into the gaming scene, but not as much. So that's kind of how got to where i am here do you still competitive game like through esports or are you kind of uh putting that behind you to pursue this now um so yeah i plan on after i'm done releasing this project i plan on coming back and you know participating in different esports and doing what i've been doing competing competitively um in games like fortnite valorant those type of games but yeah um yeah i definitely will be coming back after you know this nft project 
maybe even, you know, playing my own game. We'll see how that goes. Um, yeah, just, you know, doing that. Um, but yeah, I definitely will be coming back, but it's definitely gonna be more focused on NFTs than gaming for, you know, the foreseeable future. Now, do you have plans to run your tournaments that you're going to do on Twitch or some other type of gaming platform? And do you have any, um, maybe friends or colleagues that you played in esports with that are Twitch streamers to kind of get the word out about your project? Yeah, sure. Um, yeah, we're definitely going to be doing that. I have tons of, you know, esports friends that are, you know, high influencers in the esports world that I'm going to be having promote the project, talk about it uh, for sure. And then also, you know, um, yeah, Twitch is going to be the main place where the game is going to be streamed, talked about, played, those things for sure. Um, so, yeah, that's definitely the plan. Um, yeah, I have lots of esports friends, gaming friends that are all going to promote the project and talk about it. And like I said, we've been working on partnerships with esports teams to promote the project. That's definitely been part of the plan. So, yeah, lots of promotion with, you know, gaming community for sure. Now, I'm not sure if this happens, but um, I used to play like competitively uh, years back uh, when Xbox 360 was out. I used to play a lot of uh, Rainbow Six uh, Vegas. And you, there used to be like major league gaming, like MLG was the gaming league that you would play on. Is is that still one of the like the premier leagues that people? Um, to be honest, not really anymore. Um, I from what I know, it's still a thing, MLG. But yeah, it's kind of not as big anymore. You know, the main esports nowadays are uh, games like Fortnite. Um, Call of Duty has their own league. So yeah, all these games kind of have their own different leagues like Fortnite has its own league Valorant has its own league but yeah it isn't really you know MLG isn't really as you know one of the premier big things anymore has there been any competitive nft games that have been released yet okay there's been of course nft games but as in terms of like a competitive esport pvp that you know that type of game like you know games like call of duty fortnite Valorant, where you're you know fighting competing battling um from what i know no there haven't been any um, there could be one some like with PvP style like um, Clash of Clans, Clash Royale. So it's kind of those type of games where there's PvP. But in terms of, like a competitive esport with PvP, like you know a high premier games like Fortnite, Valorant, where it's you know that type of style, um, I haven't heard or seen any myself. No. Gonna gonna try to be the first one in that territory. It's uh, that takes some guts, really. Yeah, that's the plan. That is the plan. Oh. How, how big is the collection that you're going to be releasing? Sure. Um, the collection is going to be 7,777 um, different traits, uh, different rarities, all of that, of course. And then our pre-sale is January 11th, main sale January 13th. Uh, the pre-sale prices will be cheaper, um, 0.0678. And then the main sale, the prices will be 0.0777. How does somebody go about um, getting into the pre-sale and getting whitelisted? Uh, for sure. So there's multiple ways to get whitelisted. Uh, one of the main ways is um, just, you know, be active in the Discord chatting. And if you reach a level of six in the Discord, you'll automatically be whitelisted. So that's just chatting with different members in the community, getting to know everyone. Um, one of the easier ways to do it, but we'll only be picking a few per day, is tag us on any social media um, or create a TikTok or YouTube video talking about the Mythology Apes Club. And then when you're going to tag us on social media, make sure your profile picture is... Um, one from our hashtag sneak peek section. And then finally, you would be uh, another way to get whitelisted is just inviting 15 friends or people you know to the Discord server, of course, real people. Um, so yeah, we're doing a multiple amount of ways to get whitelisted so everyone has a good, a fair chance. Um, our whitelist is filling up. We're about 360 total whitelisted members right now. But yeah, that's where we're at. What's going to be the uh, maximum amount of people that you're whitelisting? 
For sure. So the first plan was to do originally 500. And then now that there's more demand, we're going to keep it at 750. And then with the esports team that we're exclusively working with, we're estimating, you know, they could, you know, bring at least around 250 whitelist members. So our original plan was a thousand whitelist members, but 750 in our discord. And then the um, team we're working with will basically have a maximum of 250 with their whole, you know, core, what they're doing basically. So they're going to be selling it from their end. That's how they'll be promoting it. And then, yeah, they'll be doing it for the pre-sale and main sale. So that's why we left it not super big in the Discord um, for that. Uh, for people that purchase the NFT, is there going to be some sort of uh, governance aspect behind it where uh, community members that own a part of your project are able to vote on certain things or um, events that might happen in the in the future with the, the game and uh, just the community itself? Of course, man. Uh, yeah, anybody who's, you know, holding the NFT, they'll we'll have a voting system. So, you know, the community can decide how they want to go about things. Like, uh, for example, our game will, you know, we'll have different maps, different things in the game, you know, as we're going along. So, you know, people can vote on what type of maps they want, what type of weapons they want, what type of this they want, etc. And then, you know, they can be voting on how they want the whole process of, you know, our next roadmap to go with the whole token and everything we have going in that, you know, area. So, yeah, we'll definitely be having our community involved heavy for sure. All right. So going to the going to the game itself now. When you purchase an NFT, um, in the game itself, you're going to have a 3D rendering of your character. Is the character is it going to be like a side-scrolling two-dimensional type game, more like a, a Mortal Kombat, or uh, how is how is the game going to be laid out? For sure. So um, yeah. So basically, the game is going to be you're going to be able to have your 3D character uh, playable in the game. Um, that you have and let's say you own multiple nfts you could switch off what character you want to play with so let's say you want to wear you know one of your different nfts then you you can play with that one you could switch them off basically um so yeah it's gonna be that style 3d styled um you know you hop on the game your nfts are going to be there all the nfts you own you could switch through whichever one you want to play with and then we'll have different game modes in the, in the game so you could jump in if you just want to practice play against you know with your friends or something we'll have that friend list everything so it's gonna be a very proper you know actual game in that sense for sure is there going to be um based on the rarity of your nft that you purchase are you going to have different statistics uh so if somebody let's say they end up minting and they get lucky and they get a super rare is their character going to be stronger than just a common nft in the game yeah in the game Right. So we consider doing that, but the reason we won't be is because, you know, we're trying to do an esport, and, you know, if someone's able to have a big advantage in the game, like, you know, something we consider doing since we're doing Zeus is if you rare one of the, you know, mint one of the rare Zeus type of NFTs, uh, you know, you're going to be able to use lightning in the game, and then that would allow you to instant eliminate, you know, other players or do something like that. We didn't really want to go with that just because we're kind of, you know, trying to have a competitive, good esport. But, you know, even if you don't want to compete in the esport and you just want to play in the game with your NFT characters, uh, you know, then that's still cool. You could go ahead and do that. But yeah, we don't, we're not doing anything in the sense where if you have a rare NFT, then you are in the, in the game itself, you're going to have advantages. Okay. That's just when I, when I was looking on your discord and I saw there would be, I think it was 10 super rares with Zeus's lightning bolts. The first thing I yeah. thought of uh, golden eye with the golden gun where it's like one, one hit kills. Yeah. And I was like, well, that would kind of suck if I, uh, <laughs> yeah. if I funny here and then this guy's one shotting me. Exactly, yeah. So we went ahead and changed that from our roadmap. Um, yeah, that was changed. Yep, yep. So what type of rarity um, 
elements are you going to have implemented into the NFT process? Um, for sure. So something like, for an example, one of our rarest um, NFTs that you can mint is what we like to call the Star Knight skin. So, um, you know, if you rare, it's the latest sneak peek, actually. So one of those are rare. Um, the rarest background is our Olympus background. So if you also look in the sneak peeks and go up a little bit, that's also something rare. So something cool we also have of our NFTs is we have backgrounds that will be actually in the game. Right. So these backgrounds will be in the game, different scenes in the game. So one of the more you know common uh, backgrounds that you could mint in terms of rarity is just the regular old Colosseum. Then it gets a little rare with a fire one. Then you have a lightning one. Then we have the same thing with the ships because we'll be having ships in our game, too. Then you have, you know, we have ships with lightning and without lightning. And we have battlefield backgrounds and then finally the um, Olympus background. Um, so yeah, and then there's different, and then different things like armor, um, you know, what, if you have a shield and sword or just sword, or, you know, very few of them have no weapon at all. Another one of our traits is like a dagger and a mouth. So yeah, the rarities are completely, you know, different things are rare, different things are not, uh, we'll be on rarity tools as soon as, you know, the project is launched within 24 to 48 hours. So you'll be able to see how rare your NFT is pretty easily on there. So yeah. Talking about rarity tools, do you, do you think that's beneficial for, every project on ETH to get onto. Um, I know you have to pay uh, two ETH to get listed on there. So if, if you were to recommend to somebody that's starting out, would that be something you would say that they should go for immediately or maybe they could make it without it? Um, well, it all depends on what your budget is. Uh, you know, what I tell most people is, you know, try to be saving your money as smart as you can when you're doing an nft project make sure you know two ethereum is around eight thousand so you know you don't want to be just going and putting down rarity tools um if you you know you know, don't have that type of budget but is it beneficial absolutely you know there's a reason they're charging that um you know another good thing you should always do is you know just get listed on the upcoming uh projects for rarity tools that's free that's how a lot of people find the projects of the month and they're like oh i like that project you know certain people are in my discord and you know projects that i've invested into is just looking from the upcoming projects on rarity tools that's how a lot of people find projects they like, even if they don't, you know, like things about it, they just find art they like, and then, you know, they understand the project more. So yeah, um, it's definitely beneficial, but at the end of the day, it depends on what type of budget you're working with. Um, but yeah, you could definitely make it without it. It's not something you need. It's beneficial, but it, at the end of the day, you don't need it. How many different stage settings or levels or however you want to call uh, competitive backgrounds are there going to be that people are going to be able to fight in? Um, you know, that's something we'll have to decide. We'll have the maps will be pretty big. You know, there'll be different, like, you know, for example, you'll be able to battle in the Coliseum. So, you know, that'd be not too super big. You know, you're just trying to do like a mode where you're just trying to practice one on one. If you the whole map itself can be pretty big. There's mountains, there's a Coliseum, there's, you know, ships. It's a pretty big map. And then there will be different maps as we go. Map will get changed. You know, you can play on different maps. So we don't have like an exact number yet on how many maps, but it'll, you know, definitely be a good amount as we go. And then, you know, the community votes on everything. Is there going to be different types of terrain elements or obstacles on the map? So in the Coliseum, is there going to be maybe trap doors that somebody could trip on? Or um, maybe, I don't know, I, I think of the Coliseum, I think of lions being released and attacking the people in the Coliseum. Are you going to have any sort of those elements, the NPC characters or anything like that? Um, as of now, we haven't really, you know, since it's kind of Greek times, you know, it, it depends on how you want to look at it. There will definitely be different terrain. But in terms of obstacles specifically, um, we'll have to see. You know, um, it depends. We could definitely add them if the community wants them. As of now, we don't have a plan to specifically have, you know, different NPCs and different, you know, animals and stuff. Um, but if the community wants them, no problem. We'll add them. 
are there going to be elements where you can pick up different types of weaponry that are on the ground and, and use them? Like if, let's say your NFT character has a dagger, um, could there be maybe like a, a long sword on the ground that they could pick up and use? Exactly. Yeah, that's definitely part of the game. So there's gonna be different weapons they can pick up. Um, like I said, we'll have different game modes. So if someone wants to have a game mode where the weapons are already set for everyone and they they can kind of choose what weapon they want to fight with and play with, that can be done. But we can also, you know, that's also part of the plan for you know certain game modes. Is, you know, you could find weapons on the ground and play with them. So if you find a bow and arrow, you could go pick up, go ahead and pick that up and use it. Find a sword, use it. You know, all those good stuff. Um. What other types of benefits are holders going to have um, for hanging on to your NFTs? Um, exactly. So the benefits the holders are going to have are, you know, the whole plan is to release many other projects and, you know, the future. So they'll have whitelisting, you know, early access to all those projects. But not only that, like I said, um, for the second roadmap, we plan on having a whole tokenomics and going with that. Um, you know, if the community wants that, which I'm assuming they probably would, we're going to do that. Um, you know, there's many different things as well, like, um, you know, meetups and different things like that, certain cool giveaways for holders. Um, and then obviously the game is the main attraction. But yeah, the main thing after that is going to be the whole token and, you know, 3D version of the NFT where they'll be able to get it for free and the public would have to buy it if they don't own an NFT. So if you own our NFT, you'll get a 3D version for free in the second roadmap and then, you know, token and, you know, going from there. How large is the team that you have working on this project? Um, including moderators or not including moderators? You can include the moderators. Um, so yeah, so my, I have one main dev, uh, I have my partner, um, and then the dev has, you know, about three to five people on his team that he has, you know, helping him work on the game and website and everything like that. So the team in total is probably around 15 to 20 people in that range. Okay. Um, looking on your roadmap, it says that the 50% point that you're going to have, um, is there going to be a play-to-earn element included into the game? Oh, yeah, exactly. So there's going to be a play-to-earn element in the game. And then, you know, obviously we'll have the whole prize pool for 100000 But, yeah, there will be a play-to-earn element in the game for sure. Yeah. What would somebody have to do in order to, like, earn throughout the game? Would they would it have to be, like, win streaks or uh, leaderboards? Or how would you go about that? Exactly. So there'll be leaderboards, different, you know, tournaments in a day. If they win this many games, they get that, you know, the people who are, you know, will have different things like, you know, for this month, whoever has, you know, whoever, if you have a certain amount of wins or, you know, like, for example, top 10, if you're in the 10th place, you get this much, this much amount. If you're in first, you get this much amount. So yeah, definitely like leaderboards, prizing, and, you know, we'll go like that for the play to earn mechanisms for sure. Are you going to incorporate a storyline mode eventually into the game or is it going to be strictly PvP? Oh, we definitely want to include a campaign later on, you know, maybe even find a way to involve the NFTs in the campaign. So, you know, if your NFT is like a main character in the campaign, that'd also be really cool. But yeah, we definitely want to add a campaign to the game as well, because we think that could be something really fun and cool later on, like part of the second roadmap. Um, yeah, that's definitely part of the plan. Anywhere down the road, uh, do you plan on incorporating uh, something like a, a two versus two element, like a Marvel versus Capcom, maybe where you would tag in and out or you would just fight like a uh, like battle royale mode maybe uh uh four people fighting and uh last man standing yeah all those game modes will definitely be added like whatever game modes the community wants we'll get them done uh if the community wants a game mode to be removed they're not a fan of it okay we do that if they want a certain game mode that's not in the game yet or then you know we'll add that so yeah any game mode is open to being added we have kind of a main plan of what we want to start with and then from there you know what the community wants we go from there
Okay, cool. Um, at the 75% point, it says that you guys are releasing a merch line. Um, what kind of merch are you going to have available for people? Is it going to be, um, can can you get like a, a copy of your specific NFT, maybe put onto a hoodie or a shirt or a hat? Um, yeah, exactly. So one of the main things we wanted is the merch to actually look cool. So, you know, there'll be certain cool designs, you know, and all, by the way, everything we make from the merch line will be put right back into the NFT and, you know, whatever the community wants. But yeah, it'll be definitely cool designs. Like you can actually have your NFT on the merch or just an NFT thing that says Mythology, Apes Club, Mac, all sorts of cool designs and different things. Um, so yeah, having your NFT on the hoodie itself or shirt, whatever the individual wants. It says at the uh, completion point of your roadmap at 100%, uh, you you are considering getting charity elements included into the into the sales or however you might go about it. Um, is this going to be decided by the community? Is there specific charitable organizations that you guys have in mind? Uh, how are you going to do that? Um, yeah, so the charities we have in mind from the beginning, we're kind of giving back in a way like gaming community, right? So, um, you know, like for Christmas, you know, by the time it's Christmas, you know, giving back to, you know, giving Christmas gifts to kids that don't have consoles or, you know, can't afford a game or can't afford a controller, you know, giving PCs. So kind of giving back, you know, gaming stuff to kids who can't afford them or just don't have them or their stuff is broken or it's old. So that's kind of the main charities we want to do. So just giving back to the community with different, you know, different games, you know, accessories, PCs, consoles. Um, and then any other charities that, you know, maybe the community wants to get involved with, that's definitely, you know, possible. But that's kind of the main thing we were eyeing for now in terms of charity. All right. Um, are you going to have any type of, uh, in, in the future, down the road, are you going to have any type of maybe upgradable skins for characters or different types of weaponry that they could maybe have as, as their NFT? Yeah, that's definitely part of the plan to add different weapons that can be a part of your NFT. Um, you know, the characters and skins, um, you know, that's definitely possible too. Um, like I said, just whatever the community wants. But yeah, it's definitely part of the plan to add different weapons, not just the ones that the NFTs have, you know, later on as we go, different types of weapons with different game modes. And, you know, that's definitely part of the plan for sure. Are you eventually going to uh, consider incorporating like a native token element into your NFT project and have it go into a cryptocurrency as well? Um, yeah, that's definitely possible. You know, the main thing we're gonna we were thinking about were, you know, um basically having the whole token in the second roadmap and then, you know, we you could stake it and you know, we go from there and then, you know, again it depends on what the community specifically wants, but yeah, that's definitely a part of the plan for sure. <laughs> I think that could be something that um could be advantageous, especially if you could introduce maybe some sort of wagering element to the game. That, that's always that's always fun betting native tokens versus somebody else to say that you're better and it gives you a little bit of like uh, bragging rights there exactly yep 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 i got creative owls coming up i think he has a question for you hello creative owls you have a question Hello? Can you guys hear me? Yeah, okay, awesome. Yeah, sorry. Sometimes I say. Uh, it sounds like you got a lot of stuff going on. Um, what's been like the biggest challenge for you so far? That's my first question. And then my second question is, uh, on your Twitter, what are you guys planning to do with your Twitter? Are you guys just following like high profiles? Or are you guys following like your NFT holders as well, too? Um. Yeah, for sure. So 
I'll start with the challenge question first. Our biggest challenge so far has been, you know, getting the game how we want it to exactly look before, you know, we get the trailer out. So we plan on getting the trailer out on the 30th. So, you know, we've been, you know, working really hard on getting the game exactly how we want it. You know, little things like little graphics, making the graphics look really good. So, yeah, that's probably been the biggest challenge. And then maybe the second biggest challenge would be, you know, building a community without, you know, spending too much on marketing to begin with. Because, you know, we've been waiting to go crazy on marketing before the game. You know, we want the game trailer to be out because, you know, you want to market that with your marketing. So, yeah, that's kind of been the two toughest challenges. And then um, the question was, would we follow holders, you said? Um, probably, you know, most likely not just high profile. So like, as you can see, we're following Jack Harlow, you know, we plan on having him promote the project, um, for the main sale, um, you know, following people like Elon and Gary Vee, just cause you know, if they get our attention, you know, it's great. Um, so yeah, that's kind of the, how we are going to go about the Twitter. That's kind of what the plan is. Cool, man. Thanks about that. Yeah. I hear a lot of the biggest challenges for, uh, gaming is really the artwork really. And then afterwards is kind of the contract stuff. So I hear you. Appreciate you, man. So initially, when I spoke to you at the beginning of December, you had your um, the release was going to be towards the end of the month here. What what made you guys decide to push it back? Um, like I was um, telling creative, it's kind of a game trailer. Um, you know, we haven't really wanted we want to release obviously once our game trailer is done, and then you know finishing up the deals with our esports team. So uh, you know, on the thirtieth, our game trailer will be done, and that's kind of when you know that until the eleventh, our marketing will be full full steam and you know hopefully you know the goal is to reach as you know high as many members as we can you know at least 35 to 50,000 want you know like a 5x of our entire collection that's always a good number to be at so we're at around 7.2 right now um but yeah that's definitely the plan is to you know get the game trailer out on the 30th our, uh, our esport partnership will be kicking full in all our influencers and twitch streamers will be promoting it and then you know that's the plan and then that's why we kind of delayed it to the 11th and 13th for pre-sale main sale Makes sense. Can you talk about any of your uh, influencers or maybe Twitch streamers that you're going to have involved, or is that kind of something that you have to keep quiet? Um, I well, in terms of the esports team, I do have to keep quiet because you know the negotiations are still going on with which esports team, but you know definitely be an esports team we do partner up with. So can't say too much on that now. But for the influencers and streamers, we're still talking to a bunch. But kind of the main thing we'll be having them do is for the main sale. Um, you know, they'll have their own custom link and they'll get a percentage of everything they sell. So they're kind of directly showing it to their followers and fans. So, you know, kind of up to them on what, how much they want to promote it. They promote it more, they get more heaps of benefits. Um, and then that's what we're going to be doing with the gaming team for the pre-sale. So they're going to be, you know, using their custom link to promote it to their fans for the pre-sale, tell them about the eSport, do all that. Um, and specific, some of the, you know, like I said, we'll be having Jack Harlow promote him. Uh, promote us on uh, for the main sale um to name some of the game gaming guys i don't know if you guys would specifically know them but some people are named like jet a guy's part of ghost gaming ghost claps um you know some people we're talking to is a guy named creo cease so these are people another guy named orangey so these are kind of people with you know ranging from like two hundred thousand to five hundred thousand followers on twitter and that kind of range of the people we're negotiating and working on having promote the project can you what type of royalty percentages you have built into your apes for the secondary market um yeah for the royalty percentages um i like i said we have to you know talk to our team and talk to how every how everyone wants to work about them so i'm not you know fully sure on how we're going to go about that yet but we definitely you know have a plan with that as well are any of those percentages going to get reinvested into the community and the project itself? The plan is to reinvest 100% of all royalties for sure. So everything, you know, will be back into the project, you know, 
uh, for the game, you know, everything we have in the future. So, yeah, you know, everything we, you know, earn up, you know, will be put right back in from those type of stuff. You know, the merch, everything's getting put right back in, you know, even from the main. So a lot of what we get is going to put into the prize pools and the game and everything. So, yeah, a lot of what we're making is getting put right back in. How long have you guys been working on this project? Um, For sure. So I've been, you know, working on it, uh, making my NFT project since I'd say around September, October. And I've been just, you know, trying different projects, seeing which art works the best, you know, testing my craft, uh, you know, testing artists' craft and seeing which, you know, project will look the best. And then, you know, once the art for this one was made, I thought of the idea of Mythology Apes Club because, you know, I've seen tons of ape projects, but I haven't really seen a game like PvP style. And when I think of an ape, I think of apes battling. I don't think of, you know and eight, you know, being kids or, you know, something like that. So I thought, okay, we can incorporate the whole battle thing. Um, and then Greek times is kind of the battle style I liked. So I kind of put all that together, have the artist work on it, and it just came out looking really good, in my opinion. So from there, you know, uh, we started, you know, promoting around December 7th, December 10th, slowly, and then, you know, kicking it up every day since. But working on the project for months, I've been working on getting an NFT project to the way I like it, for sure. Is the game going to be fought through uh a third person or a first person view um most likely third person you know we could always you know add things like third person and first person so you know it, again depends on what the community wants but most likely third person but we can also incorporate a first person you know whatever the community wants we can go with that for sure yeah, i think the first person is kind of weird yeah like, exactly. especially in fighting games like in first person shooter it's one thing but to actually have like melee combat first person is just kind of it always it always seems weird to me. I mean, some games tried to pull it off that I've seen, and I just was never a fan of it. Um, that's myself personally. I'm not saying that it won't work, but yeah, I think exactly. it's kind of a, a better way to to do it, in my opinion. So, what's what's been the biggest um, the biggest hurdle that you guys had to jump over since you started this? Um, the biggest hurdle, honestly, um, like I said, was just waiting for the game trailer to be done. Um, you know, one of the main mistakes I made is since, you know, I've been working on this NFT project since, you know, September, October, I was kind of excited to just start, you know, like I started the project before the whole art collection was done, just, you know, had 10, 15 done and I already started, you know, starting the project up. So, you know, those first, you know, one, two weeks were slow waiting for the art to be done, waiting for the website to be done. And then, you know, now waiting for the game trailer to be done. So kind of the biggest hurdle was just, you know, starting uh the game quite early that's kind of just the main or i meant the project early that's kind of the main mistake i made but at the end it's still going to all work out because once everything's done we still have plenty of time to you know promote and do what we need to do so yeah that's kind of been the biggest hurdle just waiting for everything to be done as quick as it can to be at a, at a high level who's doing the art um so the art is um so well the artist isn't really known it's kind of one of my uh brother's friends um just had him do it he did it, his art in the past so he isn't really like a super known artist kind of, um, you know, he does art. He's done art for multiple NFT projects. I'd have to double check which ones he's done. But um, yeah, our artist, you know, isn't really like a person who gets involved with the NFT. He just does the art and, you know, moves on to the next project regarding the art. Are you going to be incorporating any additional God elements uh, in version two when you start out other than Zeus? Are you going to have uh, Hades or anybody like that? Um, yeah, that's definitely a potential thing, you know, having like Hercules, Hades, all these different gods for sure is definitely part of the plan. You know, the whole thing, like, like it's always been, it's been Greek thing, you know, mythology, you know, gods, Roman times. So yeah, that's definitely part of the plan, different sort of gods being incorporated with the game and, you know, just in general, maybe for the next, you know, whole, you know, batch of art for the 3D version for sure is definitely part of the plan. Have you talked to any other projects that you plan on collaborating with or co-market with? 
Um, yeah, I've definitely talked to a couple of projects. If you look in the Discord, we have like a collab giveaway section. So we do collabs with, you know, multiple projects every day, um, you know, giving away whitelist spots for their project. And, you know, they do something for us as well, like a whitelist spot or sometimes an NFT. So that definitely, you know, has the community involved and something to look forward to every day. Hey, I can just, you know, click on a button. Hopefully I want to give away and guess what? I'm whitelisted or I get a free NFT or some Ethereum. So, yeah, we definitely, you know, work with a bunch of projects. We've worked with some cool projects like um, Soul Chicks, you know, they have their own game. So that was pretty cool working with them um yeah if anybody has any questions uh feel free to raise your hand and come up um if you want to give a shout out feel free to ask um don't be shy justin's uh very well versed here so i, I think he can handle anything you throw at him hmm. um do you eventually plan on incorporating your apes into some sort of metaverse uh could you say that again sorry i didn't hear you do you eventually plan on incorporating your apes into the metaverse? Oh, yeah, that's definitely the plan. We definitely want a metaverse involved, you know, with Sandbox. That's definitely a part of the plan, too, um, you know, incorporating it in, you know, different elements. You know, I have people asking me, are you going to have a gambling element? You know, that all depends on what the community wants. We have a lot going on, so, you know, it'll take time. But, you know, whatever the community wants, we'll work our best on getting it done. But is it part of the plan? 100%, yeah. Um, have you decided to maybe get a booth at any upcoming conventions um for nfts or uh, doing some sort of meetup or anything like that um i haven't looked into the convention thing regarding nfts so much um you know i didn't even really know there were conventions for nfts so you told me right now but um are we gonna have parties and meetups and stuff for you know holders yeah that's definitely part of the plan meetups you know parties all sorts of stuff for holders you know uh you know certain things paid for obviously and yeah that's definitely part of the plan to have meetups and all that sort of stuff and it's you know part of our roadmap for sure yeah there's going to be um i think april 9th april 10th there's going to be an nft uh convention in san diego i'm not oh, sure exactly where you're located i know you're on the west coast but i don't know how far that is from you um yeah i'm actually not too far from san diego about an hour or two so i definitely could go yeah yeah, I'm not sure the um, actual address, but you could just look up San Diego NFT convention and it pops right up on Google. So um, maybe that would be something that you could get involved in. Uh, there's a lot of big names going down there. Um, the guys from the Blue Chimps, if I remember it, right, Aiden, is it Blue Chimps that are, are hosting it? Yeah. Oh, cool, cool. Um, well, there's Meta Funnels doing the San Diego NFT, but then there's the Blue Chimps uh, after party at, at the mansion. Um, but it's it's both, and then yeah, so I'm you know we're we're kind of responsible for it too with Astro Zero, but we'll, we'll talk about that later. So, what what's your main marketing strategy that you have at, at the current time in order to get awareness to your project? Um, for sure. So, um, you know, marketing's kind of been one of the things I've, you know, explored a lot, um, seeing my brother saw his projects and do sorts of things like that. Um, the main marketing plan is, of course, uh, you know, first things first, fully focusing on selling out the pre-sale. So, you know, our way of getting there is, you know, having these influencers promote it that are in the gaming scene specifically. Um, and like I said, the whole percentage deal allows them to, you know, in the end, yeah, we might have to give more funds to them. But at the end, you know, they're still going to, you know, want to promote it more because there's more incentive for them to promote it. And then our partnership with the esport team, you know, and then, you know, any 
things like rarity tools obviously always help. But yeah, those are the main ways we're going to promote it. You know, different NFT promoters, little things like that, any little influencers maybe that aren't even in the gaming scene. And then for the main sale, we're going to have Jack Harlow promote it. Maybe, you know, if things, you know, sometimes things get canceled, different things happen. Then, you know, if we have to get someone different at his caliber, sure, no problem. But we're, you know, we're eyeing Jack Harlow. We've talked to him. You know, we know the deal that has to be made. So yeah, we definitely plan on getting a Jack Harlow to promote it for the main sale. So once the pre-sale sold out, you obviously get to promote that, oh, you know, the pre-sale sold out. Um, also, another thing we're going to do is be on a bunch of NFT pages on Instagram. So like NFT Mentor, um, NFT Money, all these type of pages, you know, for the main sale, maybe for the pre-sale too. So yeah, the main thing we're just focusing on is selling out the pre-sale. And then, you know, going from there to assure a sellout for the main sale is, you know, having celebrities like Jack Harlow promote it and all these big IG pages, etc. So yeah, that's kind of our plan. We have a marketing plan for the pre-sale and then a marketing plan for the main sale to assure an easy sellout for both, hopefully. What made you decide to do an ape-based project? Um, is it just because of the notoriety behind um, a lot of the projects that do have that spe specific type of character? Um, so yeah, well, I, you know, I've always liked a projects, you know, most people have, you know, board apes, the biggest, you know, one of the biggest NFTs, et cetera. Um, that's kind of part of it, but then kind of what made me go with the a project and kind of changed it was, or kind of made me hundred percent go with the a project is, um, like I was saying earlier, I haven't, you know, apes are meant to battle. When you think of an ape, you think of them, you know, smacking their chest, ready to fight. So I was like, okay, I haven't really seen an ape project kind of advertising that type of memo, you know, like board apes, you know, they're just board apes, you know, you see kit, the, uh, the kid ape club, you know, they're just like kid apes. So we've seen tons of ape projects, space apes, all sorts of apes but i've yet i was yet to see like a a project meant to battle so i was like okay i like apes you know it's cool that you get notoriety with it and i'm you know it's something i enjoy in the nft space and now i can add battling into it and i'm in the gaming community gaming scene that's kind of my expertise i could combine it what type of theme should i go for the battle mythology sounds cool the art ended up looking good put all of that together and then that's why i went with the apes i think the art's great i think it's the best looking ape project as far as art goes that i've seen so, oh, wow. Appreciate it. I, yeah, I think whoever is doing your art um, is doing a fantastic job. I, I really do dig it. Like, it's very detail-oriented. So um, kudos to your artist. I think they did a fantastic job. Thank you. Thank you. Um, I, I just have a few more questions. Um, what uh, Do you have plans to do airdrops to any of your holders uh, down the road? Yeah, um, so... Yeah, that's def that's literally one of our main uh, plans for sure. Um, I believe if I look at our roadmap, uh, you know, future airdrops is definitely part. Um, if you look at the seventy five percent, including twenty random mythology apes being airdropped to holders, but it even goes further down than that. You know, tons of airdrops are definitely a part of the plan, and you know what we want in the future for sure. Okay, um, you're going to be minting on Ethereum, correct? Yeah, on the Ethereum blockchain. Yep. yep. Now, is is that a concern as far as the airdrops go, or are you going to be doing uh, poly airdrops? Um, yeah, so, you know, that is a little concern, but, um, you know, we're still going to stick with Ethereum. Um, you know, that's the plan. I, you know, Poly's great, but yeah, we're, we're going to be sticking with Ethereum for sure. Yeah, I, I know some like ETH-based projects that they do their airdrops on Poly, so I was just curious if, if you were considering going that route or how you were going to go about it. Yeah. Um, is, does your artist also make the... 3D rendered uh, portion, or is it a separate person that's doing the 3D renderings for the game? Um, so for the game itself, it's gonna be a separate person, you know, handling all of that. But you know, when we have the 3D versions, you know, for the second, you know, part of the second roadmap to you know give to all the holders, um, it'll be the same artist doing it. So he, you know, he's an expert in 2D and 3D art. Um, you know, especially 2D, but he also is, you know, pretty, pretty good at making 3D. 
Um, but yeah, in terms of the game, you know, the art and, you know, the characters that will be in the game itself will be made from the, um, our devs and gaming team. If you do decide to incorporate this into the metaverse, are you thinking of maybe putting a VR element into it where people could uh, fight their ape versus another ape while wearing like a headset? Um, you know, that'd definitely be cool. I, you know, we haven't really thought of doing something like that specifically. It's definitely possible. Um, you know, that's quite down the line to, you know, have the whole VR and everything. Um, you know, definitely interesting, you know, with VR and you can battle, you know, in VR, that definitely sounds cool. Um, yeah, it's definitely possible. It sounds, you know, something cool and intriguing, but have we, you know, thought of 100% doing that or something like that yet? Um, no, but, you know, it definitely could happen and most likely will. All right. Um, I think the last question I have for you before we wrap up, um, are you going to also be writing a storyline to coincide with uh, the game itself? And if so, are you going to be writing it? Or are you going to have maybe um, a creative team that's going to be writing the actual like the lore behind the entire game and the fighting and the battles um sure so um we actually if you go to our website we have like a little story of how everything came to be so i kind of give the whole concept the whole idea how i wanted the story to be like um you know kind of like a mini thing to you know give to the creative team and then they wrote the story so it's like a little story um you know for the game and how everything came to be so i'll give like a little summary of how the story is um you know the ape you know basically the apes were just roaming around and then you know they happen again to this greek world um and they're you know they have to basically battle their way to try to get out and then you know they defeat um all sorts of different uh you know things like um i'll tell you one specifically um they beat people like um uh, uh, where is it? One second, sorry. Um, um, so yeah, so that some of the people they be are like certain gods, and you know, um, the whole whole thing is for them at the end to you know basically fight you know the top gods in the Greek world. So they beat you know all sorts of things like um different you know aliens and certain things to get to where they were, and then they got trapped in the Greek world. Basically, it's kind of how everything happened, and then you know by the end they were basically forced to have a big war against the gods in Olympus and that's kind of kind of that type of story so they basically got trapped in the Greek world tried to get out and now they're forced to battle against gods well it's pretty cool um if anybody has a question feel free to come up um you're gonna have your pre-sale is gonna be on January 11th at five o'clock pacific time um 13th is gonna be your main sale correct yeah 13th will be the main sale so I'll give a one day gap and then we'll go right to the main cell. All right, so um, I think we'll get ready to wrap things up. Uh, check out check out the website. It's mythologyapesclub.com. Uh, the meeting's gonna start in about two weeks time. Uh, looking forward to playing the game actually. I'm gonna have to go and qualify for your whitelist so I could come in there and battle some people. Are, are you planning on fighting people yourself in the game? Or are you gonna make guest appearances and PvP versus people? Uh, yeah, I definitely plan on playing the game. Obviously, I won't, you know, be competing for the prize pools or anything in the eSport, but definitely, you know, playing for fun, you know, definitely, yeah. i definitely like to do that for sure. Sorry, got a, I thought I got rugged there for a second. All right, so um, I appreciate you coming out and talking to our community, Justin. Uh, it was really awesome of you to take the time out of your day. Uh, the website again mythologyapesclub.com um, it's going to be pre-selling on the 11th main sale is going to be on the 13th game looks really awesome 
Um, I love how everything's laid out as far as how the, the apes themselves look. So I wish you the best of luck. Um, you know, if you want to stop by before you uh, do your launch and jump into our space and plug it, feel free to stop by and just talk to our community and let us know what's going on, man. Appreciate you, man. Thank you for having me. Yep. Thank you for coming out. And uh, don't be a stranger.